happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quick game. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm Trevor Beggs. You're listening to The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network, one of four shows on the network. You get Power of the Towel with Nick Bondi. You get Sipping on 40 with Kyle Bowen and Silky and Filthy Puck Talk and Bullshit with Kyle and myself. Bit of a different episode today than what I've been doing this week, but something to keep in mind as hockey is set to return And we're all very excited about that, of course. We're all going to be glued to the TVs in August to see what unfolds in this crazy NHL format. But don't forget that the NHL still has an inherent race problem. Don't forget that. Now, I know NBA players at the beginning of the Black Lives Matter moment, some of them were thinking about sitting out the season Some were calling for the NBA season to be cancelled so that the focus was on the protests instead of the game. In hockey, now that the game's coming back, I think it is a reason to be concerned that people might forget about what's going on in the world. Now, I talk about this today for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, the OHL, they hired Rico Phillips, who is the OHL's new Director of Cultural Diversity. Now that's a step here, but he had some quotes in here that even make me think about how people are reacting to this Black Lives Matter movement across North America. And one of the things he mentioned was that he has to pretty much take it easy when it comes to bringing up this movement to players and families because there's not a lot of people who accept the Black Lives Matter movement. And I know we've all seen those people on social media saying all lives matter and all this other bullshit as if they live underneath a fucking rock for all of their life. And here's the quote from Rico Phillips here. Receive the hockey news. I want to be able to help players open up about the tough discussions. Utilizing Black Lives Matter as a backdrop can be a progressive way but I have to be very careful that I don't make anybody feel closed off. Not everybody understands and accepts Black Lives Matter, so I have to weave through that and get a better understanding of people so I know my approach. Now again, the fact that he has to tiptoe through this in itself is a bit sad, but again, a big step by the OHL here in in tasking someone in Rico Phillips who's been in the game of hockey for a long time and is very deserving of this role. Now, I also wanted to bring this up today because there's this fantastic piece out on HockeyGraphs.com uh, written by Yolo Pinato. You can find him on Twitter or by going to my page at, at Trev Beggs. Now, his, the title of his article was Racial Bias in Drafting Development, the NHL's Black Quarterback Problem. And it's a crazy good article. He goes right in depth. And again, the black quarterback problem is this idea Again, that black quarterbacks could only run and they couldn't pass. And there seems to be this bias with black players at center as well. (laughs) He starts the article by talking about a milestone that was celebrated by the league in terms of black players between 2008 and 2019 taking about over 14,000 face-offs, which is pretty much the same as Paul Stastny on his own. And how much time has Paul Stastny missed with injury? Again, and... One of the other examples he brought up was kind of looking at the Quinton Byfield situation and how he's slipped down some draft lists 
And even Corey Pronman, who is quoted in this article, mentions that perhaps it's a race issue. People think his hockey sense isn't great. And but let's be real. I mean, there's a lot of people who think Byfield is a stud. I mean, Cam Robinson here in Vancouver has Byfield as his number one pick. But that's another story. Anyways, Yola Pinato does a great job of looking at the framework of the NHL's black quarterback problem and this idea that perhaps they're not smart enough or skilled enough, which is crazy to think about. And he also breaks down some of the stereotypes. We all think that, you know, hockey is predominantly played by white players who come from Europe or Canada and the U.S. But realistically, based on the population numbers in Canada and the U.S., which are very diverse countries, he suggests that there should be about 120 more ethnic players in the NHL. You're talking about a good 12% of the league there if you think about 800 players in the league in total. So again, you can find the link here. I'll post it at the bottom of the episode. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter page as well. I retweeted it, but uh, an amazing look at hockey's race problem, which is still very much alive. It's very much real, and it's something that we need to keep talking about. Otherwise, there's going to be no solution. And I do hope the world starts to change. I know from living in Canada, it's a very culturally diverse country, and there should be more players of color in the NHL. So be excited about hockey's return, get stoked about it, but more importantly, don't forget about the systemic issues in our game. I'm Trevor Bags. thanks for listening to The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network. We'll catch you next time, enjoy your day.